Hello, beautiful, and welcome to the Be the Change in Your Marriage podcast, where I help down and discouraged mamas restore joyful connection with the love of their lives. Take a few minutes and go to the link in the show description to take my super fun What Is Your Wife Style quiz. Enter your email and you'll get marriage advice customized to your style. If you haven't picked up my potentially life-changing free guide, 10 Ways to Feel Better About Your Marriage and Your Life Right Now, get it at pages.bethechangeinyourmarriage.com. If you are digging socks out of the couch cushions, listen up, because I know the challenges of being a mom. Once kids arrive, it can feel as if there's no more lightness, no spontaneous relaxation or creativity, and very little productivity, just a constant succession of need following obligation their adorable little selves sometimes feeling like bowling balls strapped to your back as you bob from incident to incident, attempting the unceasing work of running a household. The orderly progression of a project from start to completion feels as unattainable as an impromptu picnic in Marrakesh with Melissa McCarthy and Channing Tatum. Add to that the downer of an unfulfilling marriage And it's a wonder that you find the will to get out of bed and pull on your yoga pants in the morning. But I want you to know, here and now, that love is available to you. You can begin by sourcing it from yourself. You can grow it within you. Believe now that you are a woman of infinite worth and potential, independent of anyone's opinion of you. Decide now that you will meet, greet, and send love to whatever crosses your consciousness. If you are angry, love the anger. Remind yourself that it came out of a good intention that just got a bit sidetracked. Ask yourself what need you were attempting to have met when you became angry and just honor that need as best you can. Make whatever apologies you need to to whomever was caught in the crossfire and move forward. I love this story from therapists Gay and Kathleen Hendricks in the book Conscious Loving. Quote, Not long ago, we worked with a man who said he had not cried in many years. He talked about his hardness and rigidity and how it had kept him from experiencing love. We asked him where he felt most rigid in his body. He tapped his chest. Kathleen placed her hand on his chest. Have you ever just loved yourself for being hard? She asked. He shook his head. Then let's do it together, she said. He burst into tears and continued to cry for 20 minutes while we invited him to feel his sadness and to breathe with it, end quote. Decide that your home will be a place of love, beginning with the home you provide your spirit, your inner space. Give yourself the love you need in order to extend love to everyone else in your proximity. Give yourself grace when you don't fulfill your intentions. It's all part of the process. 
Dietrich Bonhoeffer, the martyred anti-Nazi activist, wrote from a German prison cell in 1943, quote, Most people have forgotten nowadays what a home can mean, though some of us have come to realize it as never before. It is a kingdom of its own in the midst of the world, a stronghold amid life's storms and stresses, a refuge, even a sanctuary, end quote. Can you begin by making a sanctuary within yourself? Can you create a home for your thoughts and feelings where every inner misfit is welcomed with open arms? Do you remember the sitcom Cheers? I'm revealing my age. But there was a regular in the bar where the show took place named Norm. And every time he walked in, the whole bar would shout, Norm! in friendly welcome and recognition. That's how I want you to be with your feelings. Jealousy, hey, I see you. We're cool. I know you're just trying to keep me safe and fulfill my need to be loved. Let's just chill for a bit and figure out what you're trying to tell me. Really. Please don't judge yourself for what comes up. Just nurture it and work with it. You'll find that it becomes natural to be more accepting of your husband as well. Dietrich Bonhoeffer also wrote from prison, quote, You see only your two selves in the world, but in marriage you are a link in the chain of the generations. Marriage is more than something personal. It is a status, an office. Just as it is the crown and not merely the will to rule that makes the king, so it is marriage and not merely your love for each other that joins you together. End quote. As a prisoner facing imminent execution, he really had a sense of what is meaningful in this mortal life. A marriage commitment is not a lightweight one. I don't believe that there is no reason to end a marriage. I've done so myself. But I do believe there is every reason to give it your most valiant effort. You do not live only your story. Your story touches so many others. As a mother, your story touches generations. If you have the capacity, why not leave everything you touch more beautiful than you found it? Why not become the love and the peace that you're longing so much to receive? If you can get in touch with that source of love and peace, cultivate it in yourself and offer it to those around you, you are changing the face of this earth in the most spectacular possible way. The Reverend Phillips Brooks wrote, quote, Optimism is a belief in a great purpose underlying the world for good, absolutely certain to fulfill itself somewhere, somehow, end quote. You have a great purpose for good, Queen. You were placed in this exact set of circumstances 
with this exact set of people at this exact time to learn exactly what you need to learn and for them to learn from you. Let the friction of these encounters polish your rough exterior until you become a jewel. And for mercy's sake, please love yourself along the way. Don't wait. Begin now. You deserve all the love and happiness you can hold. Till next time.